Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You've had this problem before. When it comes to finding the perfect gift, what do you get for the person who has everything? Thanks to Kohl's, you can give the gift of great sleep. Find the comfiest bedding from Serta, Cuddle Duds, The Big One, and more to bring the best rest they've had all year. Get your picks even sooner when you shop online with fast and free store pickup or head to a Kohl's near you. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Put your feet up. Relax and get this D in your mouth. This dick isn't sucking itself. This old man's got a saggy neck there. I sure would like to fuck it. Key West is his uh, queerest Easter bonnet. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is episode 69, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Thank you very much for joining us. I'd like to thank last week's guest, Patrick McClellan. Uh, If you have not caught up on all the episodes, if you're not hashtag current episode, um, do get get with the show. Check out episode sixty eight. We had we had a great guest on, and check out all the episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, uh, rate the show, leave a comment. <clears throat> As always, I'll give you all of the ways to contact us. Voicemail. We have some voicemails this week. Nine four nine four six four TBLS. Weigh in on anything. A lot of people um, wanting to tell us about their golf trips to southern locations. I, I if you if there's an anecdote involved, I, I could be into that. But uh, as always, brevity is the soul of wit. Keep it brief. Get to the point, and we will play it here on the show. It's only, it's only an hour show, so um, you can also eat if you have a little more to say. Not too much, but a little more. Um, you can email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. And as always, uh, I would suggest that you like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Like it. There's a lot of we, – we post uh, a little bit more than just the shows there, um, a lot of stuff that we talk about here. We also talk about there. So be involved. Become known to us. We like interacting with our listeners um, it is that that is sort of the point of what we're doing here. So please get involved. Let us know who you are. We'd love to talk to you. Um, as always, I am joined now and every week by co-host Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, sir? Doing well. You know what I'm drinking right now? 
um, well, a couple weeks ago it was water, and you were really annoyed. Even well, I'm I'm drinking water right now. Here, look. I'm drinking water. Go ahead. What, what are you drinking there, Ed? Uh, something that is just delicious. The finest Texas bourbon whiskey you can find. Herman uh, Marshall Whiskey. Oh, the official whiskey yeah. of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, Herman Marshall Whiskey. Delicious. Mike, it props to Mike in Houston. He came yeah. through for you. Finally, you shamed him, Ed. <laughs> shamed. Listen, I'm not proud of my methods, but somehow I'm I was staring at two free bottles, one of rye and of bourbon. But it actually is is, you know, it was built up. It, it actually is is very good. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm it proud is good. of them. It's it's a them. good whiskey, and I'll, I'll be honest. I've I've exhausted my supply of Herman Marshall rye. I, I only have the bourbon, um, and I'm, I've, I've announced that I'm on a non-drinking streak for a couple of weeks, hmm. and so I will not be sampling any Herman Marshall bourbon for at least the next two weeks. Good for you. It's uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I've, I've been there. I, I I I'm decidedly not on that streak, but. I, I know the the pain. Um, um, you you did you did alert me to that you had received your whiskey with a very unsettling <laughs> picture text that I was not ready for. I tried to be as scary as possible. Wow! Yes, <laughs> mission accomplished. Um, Ed, how was the weekend? How are things? And should we just get into it? Did you watch the quote unquote fight of the century? Yeah. I did, and it made me just so bummed out that I went against my word that I would never watch another Floyd Mayweather fight. And yeah. it, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a bad dude. Agreed. It's the fact that he's his fights are fucking boring. So fucking boring. And He's the most boring boxer I've ever watched in my he life. He really is. He's consistently yeah. boring, and... You know, when people say, oh, he's a coward, like, it's not that. It's just no. like, it's just, that's his fighting style, and it's it's so effective. Very. And, well, like, I don't, it's it's just not fun for me. I, I don't enjoy it at all. No, I agree. He's really, and he, he, you know what? I don't know. We can't ask a leopard to change his spots. We We just have to be the ones that are smart enough. And here he is nearly 50 fights in, still selling more pay-per-views than anybody in the game. And all he does is slip punches and hit you back and counter. And And, he's really, really good at it. And no one, and you're always thinking, well, this might be the guy that makes him box. Like here, he's got a Southpaw that's quick, that punches from weird angles. That's going to, that's going to be working on him. That's really going to make him have to box. And, no, he didn't. And they're already making a case saying, uh, what's his name? Ro- uh, Pacquiao's rotator cuff was torn, uh, yeah. torn and in, and they're trying to make a case for a rematch. Like, I am positive I am not watching another Mayweather fight. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I will never no. watch him again. And it make and it makes me bummed. Like for bo- I used to love boxing, and yeah. it, there's just I just can't really get excited. And it's and it's kind of this guy's fault that you know the undercard, the whole card was shitty. Like the undercard was boring. Yeah, there were there, there were these flyweights, and we yeah. were noticing the amount of punches that these guys took that should have been knocked down or dazing them. But yeah. nobody when you're at those weight classes, nobody's even wobbling somebody with a like a full on punch to the face. Like yeah, no, it's, nobody it's like moves. Everybody has too much it's it's basically pro wrestling. So it's always the the outcome is predetermined whether you want to believe it or not. 
And it's everybody's looking towards the next thing. So no one's really going to take any chances because they're, you know, they don't want to hurt their ability to earn in the next fight. And it's, it's, it just not like it used to be, not like the heyday of the eighties when boxing was just the absolute shit. There were so many good fighters. Sure. Fights, you know, once a month, there was an amazing fight to watch. And, um, yeah, it's depressing. It it sucked. And there's one, there's one thing that I, I was reminded uh, during the fights is just how stupid Lennox Lewis is. It's it's amazing how dumb that guy is. He's um, you know how like the British yes. accent like kind of makes people sound right. like sort of right. sophisticated. Like yes. for some reason it's the opposite for him. He sounds like dumber than any human. I can't think of one person who sounds stupider than him. Um, he well I didn't I I didn't really listen to him. I was at a party, so it was kind of, I didn't really focus in on what he was saying, but I will say this. Um, odd choice. He, he was looking very fashionable. Very <laughs> fashionable. He had a, he had like a newsboy cap on. He had a very sharp tuxedo. Also, he's got a British accent, and he's well into his 40s now, and I believe he is a confirmed bachelor. No children. <laughs> Um, he likes he he in his off time when he's not always well, retired now he likes to play chess. <laughs> no way. I think that's that's because he's got a British <laughs> accent that like he's trying to make people think that he's into right. it. There's no way that guy knows anything more than checkers. He's, <laughs> well, he's so stupid. He says stuff like when he was trying to say left hand, he couldn't come up with the words. He goes, you know, like one of those opposite of right hand fighters. <laughs> South I, I think I think I think um, probably the best uh, way he's going to have to try to stop getting hit with so many punches this this fight. And it's like, are you are you fucking kidding me? You, you're getting paid to analyze this, and you're saying like stuff like, yeah, he, he needs to try to avoid getting hit with punches. Uh, yeah, <laughs> moron. I'm I'm more interested in like what's his deal. What's going on with Lennox Lewis? You know, he's no children that I know of. I mean, never, never known to keep the company of a I've, lady. I've only known one Lennox. Yeah, have that's, you? That's him. I'm oh, just, I was gonna say. I'm just saying, like you know, I can't say that name is one way or the other, but it it doesn't sound like you know, right, right. You know, you know, other British boxer you think of Frank Bruno. That guy sounds like you know a right. Frank Bruno, right? Uh, he's the same guy that he fought Mike Tyson and he crossed himself like 47 times before the <laughs> fight started. <laughs> like, uh, he, I think he was trying to tell us something. Uh, okay. Let's listen to some, uh, voicemails. Okay. Ed, I'm not sure what's, let's start with Reed in Houston. Reed in Houston had something to say this week. Let's, let's check. We've it out. heard from Reed before, right? I think that was a different Reed. Oh, oh. I think we have multiple reads. I'm not, I'm We're not positive. Hold doubling on. up on Reed. Let's have a listen. Brian, Ed, Reed, and Houston. Uh, wanted to answer the poll question. I forgot when I called in the other week uh, on the, uh, the fat ass or uh, the religion deal. I would definitely do the fat ass for a year. Uh, I think it would be a blast. Um, I think I'd hide M&Ms and chicken wings in his fat slabs when he was sleeping and see if he finds them when he wakes up. Of course, you'd have to wear some latex gloves. Uh, <laughs> last weekend, 
I played a golf tournament in Louisiana, and uh, boy, that's a different country over there, man. Uh, I think murder is just a misdemeanor over there, uh, and you can buy beer at 8 a.m. on Sunday. All right, I'm out. Okay, so maybe that was the same read. He's all he's because he updated us on his golf trip to Alabama yeah, before, and now he's now he's playing golf in Louisiana. A lot of golf travel for is Reed. He, is Reed on on like the uh, you know the Nike tour or one of the like the minor league hockey tours? He's, <laughs> yes, because he's getting out a lot of he's, golf. Plays a whereas, lot of golf. I don't no, know what this guy does for a living, but he's he's, he's able figured, to play a lot of golf. Figured figured it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so he wanted to weigh in on our million dollar baller battle. And this is from last week. And that was the what for a million dollars, would you rather have to care be the primary caregiver of the twelve hundred pound man for a year? Or I've forgotten what it Scientology. Oh, or have to become a Scientologist and live your life as a Scientologist he, for a year. He, he takes an interesting angle here. He's he wants he really sadistic. Yes. He really <laughs> wants to he, he would like enjoy taking care of the fat guy. Like yeah. it wouldn't be work for him. Like he's I feel like he almost doesn't things. even need the million dollars. Yeah, he's hiding things, trying to trying yes. to sabotage. He's I, I this this might be, you know, this might be therapist couch type yeah. of stuff like that yes, yes. He's, he's taking this in a different direction absolutely uh okay and also ed if, i'm not sure if you recall but last week we had a mystery canadian caller somebody yeah. that called up and he yeah. said hey guys um he, he didn't even <laughs> say he was from canada he just said hey guys there's something that's been bugging me and then click <laughs> dropped out and it sounded pretty clear in the beginning so it wasn't like he had a bad reception. No, you could hear the something hang up. was something yeah, was something going happened. wrong. Like he, 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 the thing that was bothering him was talking. Right. Well, he's he's called back, Ed. He's cleared up the mystery, and it turns out there is something annoying him, okay. and that thing is that he wants to have sex with Bob Kraft's neck skin. <laughs> have a listen. calling back uh sorry i hung up the other day i was just too hammered i got going and i thought no i can't i can't articulate a thought too much too much ipa in me at the time but anyway what was really bugging me is i saw this bob Kraft, you know the guy who, who uh the guy who owns the patriots he he was uh in the aaron hernandez trial and he always wears this shirt and tie and what I noticed is he's got this chicken neck and this chicken neck the way it hangs off his shirt it, it looks like a vagina and it's really bugging me that some old fart with a big baggy neck something so unattractive can look like something that I find very attractive so that's what was bugging me. Um, I don't know what we can do about it. All, all I'm seeing now is old people with vaginas hanging off their chin. So that's that's what's bugging me. Anyway, thought I'd leave it with you. Great show. Really enjoy it. Take care. Uh, Ed, not sure what to do with that one. I, again, 
Seems like this should be for the therapist, right? I mean, <laughs> wow. I've seen plenty of, of saggy necks in my life. Never, never, never did I was it a quandary to me that hey, ah, this that that gross old man's got a saggy neck there. I sure would like to fuck it. <laughs> my my problem with Bob Kraft is that he's beloved and he's one of these guys who wears the blue shirt with the white collar. Yeah, just he, much like um Thomas Magnum's buddy Rick who ran the King right. Kamehameha Club. But but Rick was very specific to an era and location. Right. It was the early 1980s. Yeah, there he, was a specific time for him. I believe that look is called the French collar, French cuff. Right. French right. collar and cuff look. Exactly. Um, I haven't seen it. And you know, it's, you know, there's an issue because we're talking about Bob Kraft right now. And the only other person we can think of rocking that look was doing so in 1981. And you know TC would have shamed him by 1990. You'd think, but also TC, he was going with a lot of like muscle shirts. He had a he had a he had a deal. Real short shorts. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Everybody was like Magnum was the only one that looked cool. Um, that that Higgins guy, he he he, he yeah. rocked like a, he was long out of the military. He might have been a Scientologist because he had the whole military get up all the time. That's that was a little odd. Sea Org. Yeah, he, maybe he had joined it's the Sea Org. Sea Org West, go, no, West over there. I'm not sure if they were big in Hawaii <laughs> or not. Uh, okay, Ed, what else? Uh, oh, emails. Let's let's catch up on our emails. Um, the one one of our regular emailers, Rome Show, has weighed in, and here it is, gents. While I do not share Ed's sentiments on the sun, okay, he's referencing that we were talking about pet peeves, and one of your big pet peeves is the sun. Yes, you announced that you like a. A nice 55-degree day. You also told me that that's um, T-shirt and jeans weather, 55 degrees. Yeah, sure. I mean mean, T-shirt under like four layers, right? Like a parka. (laughs) Stop it. A couple sweatshirts, a flannel. T-shirt and jeans. I'm talking about the type of weather where you walk around you're not sweating. 55 degrees. Uh, Okay. Well, he doesn't – Rome Show does not share your sentiments as I – I've made clear I don't either. Uh, while I do not share Ed's sentiments on the sun, he does make an important observation worth exploring, namely the unencumbered sharing of feet for public consumption. Let's face it, sandals and flip-flops on a disgusting pair of feet aren't good for anyone. For those offenders, shoes and socks aren't foot protection for them. They're eye protection for the rest of us. It's for the best Please keep your nasty feet to yourself. Thanks. P.S. Rome Show going with the P.S. P.S. To whom it may concern. Oh, he's, he's coupled a P.S. with a to whom it may concern. Oh. Jeans and flip-flops are a bad combo and gay. Stop doing that. Rome Show. Uh, Ed, your thoughts? Well, I, I fear my message wasn't clear because – He's sort of saying something like there are some feet that should be shown and some feet that should I was wondering what uh, – I feel like I could go either way with that. But I, I, I definitely sort of saw it more that way that, that some feet are too disgusting to be shown. But I feel like he's pretty anti-seeing feet in general. My, yeah, my view is I don't want to see any feet. Not, not one. Not one foot ever. Right. Um, I – Obviously, don't agree with. Well, I, I don't want to see anybody's gross feet. Like, if you're, if here's the thing, if your feet are pale, 
unkempt, hairy, or it, it, otherwise not for public consumption, as our, our friend Rome Show says here, then I agree. Keep them hidden. I happen to wear, I wear flip-flops pretty much every day. And this look that Rome Show, Rome Show says jeans and flip-flops are a bad combo and gay. I mean, I rock that look pretty much every weekend. I, you know, I really? go, like, we're going out to dinner. Like, on purpose or, like, you're what do you doing, mean on purpose? Well, are you joking or? Joking. That's a serious look. Oh, like, if we're, like, if I've been wearing shorts all day and it's, you know, the sun's going down, it's getting a little chilly, we're going out to dinner, what I'll do is I'll kick you show my. show up at a restaurant in flip-flops? Yeah, I'll kick my flip-flops off. Oh, then I'll no. put then I'll put on some jeans, maybe rolled up a bit. Well, rolled up? You roll up your jeans? Well, some, sometimes I have a what? couple pairs that are a little too long. Hang then on I'll, a second. You, yes. We, well, yes. I don't know if you're supposed to be commenting on French cuffs. If you roll up your jeans, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah. What? Occasionally, I have I have one pair of uh, jeans that are a little too long. I roll those up and then I just slide my flip flops in because I don't like my feet get hot. And if I wear shoes and socks for too long. My feet get just too hot. It really yeah. bothers me. It's something this that is, this is the same problem as the, smoking. It becomes everyone else's problem. Well, it's no one's problem. My feet well, aren't now. Your we, now, now everybody has to see your shitty feet. <laughs> no, my feet are beautiful. I've, I have nice no, feet. No such thing. No I such get. Thing. I have my feet taken care of. They're they're very pleasant to look at. They're no. usually pretty. No tan. such thing. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I do that. I, I rock that gay look, Rome show. I don't mind. Um, <clears throat> I feel like he knew that too. And he was taking a shot at me. Mm. Speaking of people that want to take shots at me, here's another Ed, Brian, long time. And ob- obviously your top listener, Sero Demac here. I think he's called Sero and, but mm-hmm. he's also saying he's the <laughs> Mac, which is, I mean, he feels pretty good about himself. Sarah Demac here. Also, like, it's all one word like that. Like, I, I th- like that's his email address. No, but he's also called himself that long time, and obviously I'm, your top listener, Sarah Demac. It's all, hypothetically all one Hypothetically speaking, if one of us knew these people right. in, in real life, yes, I would tell you that there's not one person in the history of time that's actually referred to him as Demac. Well, he calls himself that, Sarah no, Demac but here. I don't. I don't he's, think. I don't think he could do that with a straight face. Clearly. I think that's his email address. There's well, it's, it is his email address, but it's also his. I'm ha- just saying, he's named himself <laughs> that. I'm looking right not, at it. There's not one person on earth who's called him Demac, or oh, he calls himself that. Listen, Long- if he introduced himself as Sarah Demac, I yeah. would have punched him in the face and kept walking. Okay. I know who this guy is. Oh, you do. Oh, just, oh, the truth comes out. He's just Sarah. Okay. Let, let's right. let's stop. Long let's stop. time and obviously your top listener, Sarah DeMac here. I'm not even really pot like a, a Mac is like a pimp. He's like a so this guy's real good with the ladies. Is that what you're saying, Ed? I'm not, listen, uh, let's just get to the email. Okay, long time and obviously your top listener. <laughs> hashtag hetero. Hashtag current. Hashtag fuck Rome show. Hashtag. What? Fuck that drunk dick from Baltimore. Hashtag blow me Danton, whoever. So he's just he's just taking jabs at everyone. Everyone, including me. Hashtag I eat carbs because I'm not a pussy. I was I was just down in Key West for a weekend with my boys from college to celebrate a bunch of 40th birthdays. Okay, so we can eliminate the hashtag hetero part. <laughs> Great weather. Yeah. Comma fishing. Morning cocktails, the Derby, oh. the Mayweather Pac-Man fight. What could be better? But 
Being that I am also hashtag hetero, please refrain from the obvious Key West guys weekend jokes. Is Key West? I don't. I don't know. I'm from the West Coast. I've never been to Key West. I thought that was just a white trash place. Is it? Is no, it also no, gay? no, no, no. Key no, West is very key, gay. Key West is as uh, queer as an Easter bonnet. Oh, it's, is that true? Oh, yeah. That's that's what it is. Oh, and, I didn't know that. I wasn't aware. Or you could just say, my friends and I went. Together to a place to celebrate our our 40th birthdays together. Right, That's, right. That, that, that would convey that as well. I see what you're saying. That means wherever the get-together is, that is a gay very place. gay location. Yes, I get it. And the reason I'm writing is that when we all get together, it is pretty much a free-for-all on ball-busting for the entire time. Somehow, the topic of doppelgangers came up at one point, and the fact that I am a reasonably— So, hang on. So, just— Yes. So, you know— Bunch of straight guys get together in Key West to talk about their celebrity lookalikes. That seems that seems reasonable, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't do that? Uh, somehow, the topic of doppelgangers came up came up at one point, and the fact that I'm a reasonably trim, slightly balding, and yet clearly well endowed white man. He's clearly like. How can you be clearly well endowed? Is he? Does he rock a bulge? Is he one of these guys that he wears? Walks, he wears bicycle shorts was, all the time. Yeah, no, he walks no, around no. in bike shorts. No. Uh, well, good, good for you, Sarah. And yet, clearly well endowed white man did not stop my buddies from deciding that my doppelganger was either Michael Wilbon from PTI <laughs> or Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. I I kind <laughs> two, of two agree with. I never thought about it, but I kind of agree with <laughs> Wilbon. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so my question for you guys as your number one hashtag current listener is who have you heard are your doppelgangers? Or maybe it's better to just ask Ed because Beckner's is clearly Josh Gad when he was fat. Signed, Sarah Demack. Uh, and then he sent along a whole bunch of pictures. I'm, I was, I'm only casually aware of Josh Gad because he's got some show that looks just yeah, horrible. They keep they keep promoting the shit out of it it's, with Billy Crystal. Yeah, so if you record Louie, yes, at the that's end where I of Louie, like a little bit of that show comes on, and yeah, it's got Billy yeah. Crystal on it, who has never, ever, ever for one fucking second of my life ever been funny, and he's fucking like comedy royalty for some reason. He's I can't. I've never liked the guy, and he's got a show with this Josh Gad character who who looks nothing like me. But but I I like the uh, the movie Throw Mama from the Train. I mean, yes, that, uh, that that was the time I think I liked Billy Crystal. It, that was a very, I mean, I was a child, but I, yes, that's a funny movie. So I'll, I'll give him that one. Um, but that's Devito. But I don't. I I don't see the Josh Gad thing. I don't. I, I don't well, know. I'm not sure where he's going with it. Here's the thing. I don't because I guess I have curly hair. I get compared to lots of people who have curly hair. Another one that I get a lot is the the golfer Jason Duffner, who's like this schlubby guy, but he kind of has shaggy hair under his hat, and he's from Alabama, and he always has a big lipper in. And I look nothing like him, but a lot of people are like, but it's "Oh, the hair." You, you look, yeah, because there you look exactly like that guy. You look just like him. So I don't. Maybe we'll put we'll put a side by side on the Facebook page or the website w- with me and Josh Gad together. <laughs> so you guys, I really, I don't see it. I, I'm not, I'm not. I just, I don't, I don't get that one. Yes, uh, you. I know you ha- get or, or uh, you think you get, or maybe you have gotten Matt Damon. I I get Matt Damon a lot you, when he has a movie out. Yeah. Like 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 you know when a movie comes out, 
without fail, like within yeah. a week or so of the movie coming out, somebody would be like, you know who you look like? And it's not, you know, it's yeah. not a bad thing. No, no, but, Matt like, Damon's a movie star and he's handsome. I can sort of see it though, although I would I would add the caveat, you look like Matt Damon like after a particularly tough weekend. <laughs> or or well, with or hey, with listen, a really Josh bad Gad. migraine. Listen, Josh Gad. You're <laughs> You're you, just you just said out I don't now. look like Josh Gad. Uh, <laughs> you're just lashing out because you got called Josh Gad. I also get, and this is not a good one, is Todd from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that, speaking and of I have psychopaths. Gotten, I have gotten 50 Cent, too. 50, 50 Cent? The black yeah. guy? Yeah, I guess my brow Curtis is similar. Curtis Jackson? Yeah, my brow is similar to 50 Cent. Wow. Uh, okay, well, we'll take we'll take your doppelgangers if you ha- have more. And um, Sarah DeMac, excellent email. And then Ish weighs in. In episode sixty eight, you asked for a million bucks. Would you? Oh, he he wants to weigh in on the the million dollar baller battle. For a million bucks, would you rather go on a cross country car trip with the sociopathic double murdering inmate who bludgeoned Jeffrey Dahmer to death, or live with a parasitic twin embedded in the head? in your head for the rest of your life. We should say that the, the double murdering inmate, he murdered two people in prison, Dahmer and one other guy, but he was also in there for murdering somebody. Yeah. It's, it's a so lot he's, of blood on he's got, hands. he's a Literally. triple murderer as far as we know. It's no contest. The obvious answer is the road trip because who the fuck could live for a second, much less, less a lifetime knowing that there was a parasitic twin embedded in your head. Also, if you didn't piss off that deranged killer to the point where he could split your skull in two, think of the stories you could tell. That's from Ish. Okay. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Let's see. This is a sports talk show. Uh, we've, we've made contact with our listeners. We've talked about doppelgangers. What the hell's going on in the world of sports? Uh, Carolina Panthers drafted six foot five Michigan wide receiver Devin Funchess on Friday night. A fan tweeted pictures of Funchess next to six foot five Carolina wideout Kelvin Benjamin with the caption "The Twin Towers." Former Carolina Panther and now suspended domestic abusing shithead Dallas Cowboys defensive end Greg Hardy decided to weigh in. Didn't the Twin Towers get blown up? LOL. Uh, the people of Twitter did not like that. Uh, tweet, and when ca- called out on it, Hardy doubled down by lashing out at everyone. Uh, one of them. I could do this all day, losers. Y'all give them the crappy name. I just stated truth and gave reason why it's crap. Another one. <laughs> also, <laughs> he's he's just pointing out that it can't be the Twin Towers because the Twin Towers don't exist. Oh, I guess. oh good one. Uh, also, and then somebody, you know, said he was an idiot. Also smarter than you, bum and richer. Hashtag block. <laughs> oh, I love it. Another one said something about him being classy, and he responded, someone should take your kids if scumbags can produce by chance and you have any with a potty mouth block. <laughs> Brian, did Greg Hardy actually make himself less likable, or is that impossible after his body slam of his woman on a pile of guns last year? I was going to say, is this the same Greg Hardy who threw his girlfriend onto a pile of guns? 
Yeah. That's the guy, right? So Somehow he found a way to be less likable. Yeah. So it turns out the, the Greg Hardy that's known, best known, for throwing women onto piles of guns is actually not a very nice guy. Yeah. Cr- crazy. Um, I, I will say, though, that it was the LOL that really sealed the – like he's <laughs> such a sociopath that he's like, didn't one of the twin – didn't the Twin Towers blow up? LOL, because that's like so funny. He's like so proud of his joke. Think of what LOL means. Laugh out loud. Yes, he's, he's laughing at the Twin Towers uh, collapse. Uh, also, like this guy is, from what I could tell, based on the tweets you just read, he's barely literate. Yeah, I mean this. This was a struggle. Is he? Did he go? Did he maybe attend college in the in the Florida, like the Panhandle, Southern area? That's, that's is he like a Miami? Guy, you know, FSU. I'd, I'd even Hardy. take. I'd even take Georgia. Well, or LSU. I think this state might actually be number fifty. Utah. University of Mississippi. Oh yeah, yeah, Ole Miss. I, I think that is not Miss. a shock. Yeah, it's not not for the uh, the road scholars. Uh, well, at least he's on the Cowboys now. How about them Cowboys? Good job, yeah. Cowboys. Uh, okay, Ed. What else is going on? Uh, the Houston Rockets fired social media manager Chad Shanks on Wednesday, a day after a tweet was sent out towards the end of the team-ending series-clinching victory or team series-clinching victory over the Dallas Mavericks. Towards the end of the Rockets' victory Tuesday night, the team tweeted an emoji of a pistol next to a horse and a text suggesting the Mavs succumb to the inevitable end. Shh, close your eyes; it will all be over soon. He tweeted, <laughs> Brian. If showing a modicum of personality gets a social media manager fired, is there any point in having a social media no, manager? I mean, this is, of course, I was not offended by this tweet. I thought it was pretty clever. But no, no one should be offended by that. What, what is it saying? Un- it, unfortunately, you have to be aware that there are people that will be offended by this. And here's the problem: it was it, the gun was the problem. Uh, Listen, yes, I hate I hate guns, right? But like. This is the imagery, a cartoon of a horse being put out of its misery, right. like a maverick. Like, this is right. – come on. Is it – well, that, my thing is this. Isn't – I think the issue is – and I, I have this issue nearly every day, and I'm sure you're in the same boat. The lack of the proper emojis to use, like – it well, shouldn't there have been a cowboy emoji, or maybe like could he have like blown it up, or like a rifle would have been better than a handgun? Like, there's so many different ways you can go, but you're limited. There's, I mean, there's so. The, my other point was going to be, what's the point? Of, why shouldn't they just fire a social media manager for using emojis? Yeah, because he didn't. I I, I agree with you because he didn't have the right emojis to no, use. Like, no, he didn't have using any emojis. It's. it's I've never used an emoji in my life, and I'm never going it's to. It's like a great, great painter without the right color palette. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, Van Gogh had, you know, he did the, those rich flowers and lush landscapes and stuff. That's because he had all the colors. This Chad guy, <laughs> he's, he only has the emojis he can use, you know? I feel bad for him. Uh, hopefully he gets another job out. It's an ineffective carpenter that blames his tools, Brian. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't I, – I, I definitely don't think it was a fireable offense. Maybe be like, hey, but what's the point the gun. In, but seriously, what's the point in following an account? 
Like, what, yeah, what's the point right. in having an account, whether right. it's McDonald's or Oreos? Like, what are these corporate accounts trying to do if you're not actually yeah, trying to create content? You're just saying, hey, check out this. Like, yeah. you, you got to try to be funny. You got to try to be interesting. Like, that – I don't. I don't get it. I don't get what. Like what I they agree. hired this guy, and they must have thought he had a personality, and he showed something interesting, and they fire him for it. Like what? What the fuck's the point? I I agree. Um, definitely. Uh, okay. What else? All right. On a recent appearance on <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel Live, Mike Tyson discussed the true reason for his historic defeat by Buster Douglas twenty five years ago. The reason: his inability to stop sexing hotel maids in the days leading up to the fight. Brian. When was the last time you saw a hotel maid remotely worthy of banging? I don't like in a porno. Only? Yeah, only in a porno. I'm saying like when you see these women, like you just feel bad. They look exhausted. Yeah. And just Remember that I, remember that Frenchman in New York, that insatiable Frenchman? He he like he, tried the, to uh, rape the hotel maid. Yeah, uh, the IMF. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh what I, I didn't realize that the 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 help was fair game. Yeah, uh, I do. And, I mean, Tyson must have Tyson in nineteen ninety. The the options must have been out of control. Yeah, well, that's the, later in the story. I actually read ahead the um, one of his. There was a quote from one of his, um, you know, entourage from back in the day that said that in nineteen ninety two. Mike Tyson had like a like it sounds like a pre Palm Pilot type of thing called a wizard that held the names and the 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 sexual um, interests of more than thirteen hundred women. <laughs> um, you know, so he would know their preferences. And and here's here's the quote: a lot of them are women whose names you'd recognize. He said, but the thirteen hundred. Doesn't count the one night stands and the groupies. Like, yeah, these are just ones he has like a follow up yeah, that he might bang again. Like he's he's banged them at least once, thirteen hundred of them, and he might yeah. he might have to call them up. He might need to know their preferences for the next time. But, he might be the real Will. Yeah, because we, they, when they like went through Will's numbers, it seemed unrealistic. But yeah. like, Tyson could really be the the champ. The all-time champ yeah, in that regard. Absolutely. They were, they were talking about when he was in prison that he also sexed a lot of the like all his visitors. Yeah, the guards. Yeah, pretty much the guards. Any, he, yeah. Yeah. Any he talked women about that came Stern, in contact he was, with him. He, he had ongoing things with multiple guards while, yeah. while he was there. Baller. Nice job, um, Mike. And and I'm not pretending that that uh you know, because you're with a hot chick, you won't cheat. Like that's those are two different things. But when he when he was with Robin Givens in her prime, that was she was an all time Primer in the 80s. She was pretty hot, but she seemed like um, just a little Ooh. bit of work. Oh, she seemed like a lot of work, but I'm saying yeah. like getting Robin Givens in her prime was was a pretty pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. She was pretty attractive. I'll give you that. Uh, okay, Ed, are you familiar with Creflo Dollar? <laughs> no. Oh, you should be. Uh, Is that a thing? Y- yes. No, it's a guy. <laughs> From the headline, Creflo Dollar... Demons stole my private jet. Ed, the pastor who asked followers to buy him a new $65 million aircraft, blames the devil for losing the old one and says he may need a spaceship to evangelize on Mars. Satan stole pastor Creflo Dollar's private jet, according to a paid spokesman. 
During a recent sermon, Dollar addressed his critics in the media who challenged him when he tried to convince the members of his congregation that they should buy him a $65 million private jet. In particular, Dollar said those who tried to damn him to a life of TSA pat-downs and long lines were doing the work of Satan and that one day he would go ask God for a billion dollars to buy a spaceship so he can go to Mars. Dollar told his congregation, I can dream as long as I want to. I can believe God as long as I want to. If I want to believe God for for a $65 million plane, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me from dreaming. Ed, should we be surprised that people who believe in demons would also follow a TV <laughs> preacher called Creflo Dollar? How is that? A, how is that even a made-up name? I, Obviously, it's not a real name, but like, yes, that, somebody made that name up, and people are like, all right, I yeah. guess, I guess I'm going to follow that. Yeah, somebody who is a genius made that up because it's the best fucking name I've ever heard in my life. Creflo, Creflo Dollar, like. <laughs> Yeah, do you, you like? I'd like to make a dinner reservation. Name, please. Yeah, Creflo Dollar. No <laughs> oh, problem. Right over here, sir. S- seven o'clock. We'll have your table ready, Creflo. <laughs> Wear your flip flops, like Brian. Uh, okay. And, well, let's. And this, this yes. is this is the the problem that I had with the backlash of the Scientology doc, or not yeah, backlash, stupid but people piling on is like yeah. people are like, oh, these Scientologists, they are ridiculous. Like these people following Creflo Dollar. I assume are Christians, right? And like they follow bl- like blindly as well. Like there's just so many stupid people involved with religion that are just getting a free ride. Um, yeah, I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Um, <clears throat> Ed, another one. Kayak murder. This has kind of become a big story. Um, I'll just read you from the story. Right around sunset on a chilly evening last week, New York State Police got a call from a woman stranded on the Hudson River. She and her fiancé had been on their way back from a kayaking trip when a wave jarred his boat, tossing him into the frigid water. She was losing sight of him amid the gray, choppy waves. Ed, this is near where you live. Like, who the fuck is going kayaking right now? What's the temperature back there anyway? Like, 40? Oh, today it's like 84 degrees. It was? Yeah, it's it's I it's like Vietnam in this fucking place. Oh, I, that's pretty warm. I, I hate it. That's, I hate it. It's pretty nice. Just sweating walking down the street. Uh, well, it was not 84 warm. degrees on this day. By the time police arrived, the woman was in the water and her fiance was nowhere to be seen. She was loaded onto a really? boat, treated Surprised. for hypothermia. Here's the quote, Ed. I just keep I just keep thinking where where, where he is, the woman, <laughs> the 35-year-old Angelica Graswild told local TV station in Westchester a few days later. But according to Orange County prosecutors, Graswild knew more about the incident than she let on. On Thursday, 11 days after she was pulled from the ri- river, she was charged with second-degree murder for intentionally causing the death of her fiancé, Ed. Will the jury need to hear any other evidence after learning that the defendant is an immigrant Eastern European bartender? Also, <laughs> has your buddy in South Florida been contacted to post her bail yet? <laughs> That's so funny because he is he's currently on a getaway weekend with an Eastern European woman right now. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, he, he, the first and only red flag you need is when it's, honey, let's go kayaking. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. Yeah, of I mean, course. Ki- ki- his and hers kayaking, like 
somebody's trying to die here. Of course. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, why it's it's kind of like when your new fiance, your Eastern European PN fiance, um invites you on a cruise. You know, like that's not uh, or yeah. That's right. Hey, look, look, you can almost see your reflection down there. Yeah. Or look, look over the edge. Or she wants you to come home with her to Estonia or one of the other Balkans, Slovenia, to meet her <laughs> brothers and uncles. But first she needs you to sign a life insurance policy. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta know what you're getting into. Like I, I feel bad that this guy that someone lost her life here, but you, you gotta be careful who you tangle with. You gotta know where where these people are from and what they're all about. Yeah, they they're angling for something always. Mm, absolutely. These, yeah, it's a bad it's a bad scene. Yes. Um but but like I would like to know like the profile. I understand that if a murder happened, they're just going to go the sympathy, but I would like to know like did this guy have a long relationship or did this guy like meet her and marry her a month later or or you know, start living with her right away and then he gets murdered quickly like I'd like to know what what the background is because I, I have a feeling we know it's going to be a you know, a very s- swift yes. wedding, yes, short courtship, and all of a sudden now he's dead. Well, the story went on to say that that she acted very oddly after the murder, including calling her first husband's father, who she had not spoken to in many years, to wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> So I don't, I don't really That's, need like I'm I, not sure where on the stages of grief that is. I I, I can't quite remember. I I, I could not sure be seated on this jury. I I I've been tainted already. Okay, Ed, last week we talked about – we did our million-dollar ball, ball, baller battle. We talked about would, would you rather – for a million dollars, would you rather take a car trip across the country, coast to coast, with the murderer of Jeffrey Dahmer, the prison murderer of Jeffrey Dahmer who we learned about last week, or for a million dollars, would you rather have – learn – that you've lived your entire life with a parasitic twin inside your skull. Ed, you want to you want to go first on this one? I'll go first. Okay. You know, I I did think about it, and I think Ish's point that um, that he would have some good stories to tell. Oh, for sure. It's, it it could be good, but I've mentioned before that I I once had a high school trip to Rahway State Prison. <laughs> Did you? And oh, I didn't. Maybe Scared I didn't bring straight. that up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I took one of these senior year electives. I had already gotten accepted to college, and it was called the American Legal System. And at the end of the year, they brought us to the prison to talk to the lifers. Oh no! And I'm not. But the lifers didn't get the memo that these were actually just like you know, decent kids who were just learning about right, the prison system. Right. And they treated us like scared straight. They started yelling at us. Oh, I was yeah. like, hey, hey, I didn't do anything wrong yeah. here. But anyway, when everybody settled down and I had to sit down with a fucking lifer, I can tell you there's nothing worse than prisoners with theories and oh, yeah. takes on everything. Well, they got a lot of time to study. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of time to study and think, and they're surrounded by morons, so they get people agreeing with them and telling them that they, oh, you're onto something. 
So these guys have well thought out, well, they have thoroughly thought out. They're not well thought out, but they've thought out a lot about a lot of subjects and everything from food and diet to, you know, how you can live a peaceful life and all these crazy things. And it's like, you were, you were in jail for life. And I, I got to say, if, if that John, Dahmer killer doesn't kill, kill you, you're going to want to kill yourself. So I, I'm going to roll the dice with the evil twin inside my head. Wow, wow. interesting. Ed, a couple weeks ago, I had this pimple inside my nostril just like it was oh those are the worst like an ingrown hair and it was one of those ones where you couldn't you couldn't dissect it because you could only just feel it under the skin and for and it makes your eyes water just trying to get it days i could feel it coming and i couldn't do anything about it it drove me crazy it was like it was like the telltale heart like i could feel it i could feel it (laughs) pulsing in the night it would keep me awake All, all the time, I couldn't. And then finally, my bae gave me like some, some, uh, like, uh, like a pad that could like um, dry it out. Like I, like I dabbed it with a little, like a little cotton ball, and, oh. it, and eventually, I was able to make it go away. But in the four to five days that I had that thing inside my head, I couldn't fucking stop thinking about it. It drove me crazy. Imagine if that pimple was a person. I, I would go crazy. I'd be, I'd be literally insane. I'd have to be locked away somewhere. And there's, there's no pad that's going to remove that. No, that absolutely. <laughs> Whereas with this guy that killed Dahmer, like just telling you, he's going to annoy the shit I out could of you. Connect. If he kill like you. everyone loves me. Like I'm a funny guy. I wouldn't. I don't mind driving. You know, I'm, I'm cool. With, like you, you better hope he's a fan of get Josh Gad. Like even, even. Hey, you want to hit Arby's? Not my favorite, but whatever. Like whatever you're into, guy. Right, you're gonna, I'm, you're I'm agreeable. Gonna have to be real, you're going to have to be real agreeable in that situation. Also, we just drive straight through. Like I'm not really into. Like, like sharing a hotel room or anything with this guy. So we just take turns driving. We could be across the country in like four or five days. Easy. That's, that's a long time. Think of how much he's going to talk. Um, I mean, he might talk a lot, but I, I, I'm i pretty easy going. Like, ah. Okay, but what about when he's driving and talking and he demands you listen to I'll, him? You know, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty good at playing along. I, I know how to do this. I'm, I'm going to take my chances with the murderer. Uh, okay, wow. this week, Ed, I saw that Mike Huckabee, who's still jamming his fat fucking face in our TV somewhere. Um, he's announced that he wants to be the fucking president. I like how everyone that announces that they want to be the president has clearly no shot at being the president, and Mike Huckabee included. And immediately, he was endorsed by 80s action icon karate master Walker, Texas Ranger star Chuck Norris. And I got to be honest, Ed, I hadn't seen Chuck Norris in a while and he looks fucked up. He's Yeah, the results are in. Yeah, he, not good. He's got that hair system going and it's it's not even a good toupee. It's a bad one and it's in it's he's got his beard sort of dyed to match it. Still going with the ginger look. Yeah. It's definitely got the GLH formula the the great looking hair. Yes, he's well into his seventies at this point. He's got had all the facelifts. Like he looks like absolute shit. Uh, so it it struck me, and I, I I made me wonder, Ed, who do you think would win in a fight? Mm. Present day, Chuck Norris, or the entire band 
Maroon 5, who are clearly a bunch of pussies. Interesting, but I'm just guessing by the numbers, by the name, yeah, there are five There's of five them. of them. They're much younger. They're half, maybe less than Chuck Norris's oh, age. Yeah, I think, I think they're, what, mid-30s? Chuck, yeah, Chuck Norris, karate master, could kick a lot of ass back in the day. Not Bruce Lee's scripted. ass. S- scripted. That's true. Scripted. That's true. But he actually was known for his karate prowess. That's how he got in the movies. Yeah. And yes. we definitely saw him kick more than five guys' ass at once back in the day. So I'll put it out to the listeners. Guys, weigh in on this one. 949-464-TBLS. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Who do you like? Or a million dollars. You got a million dollars to wager on it. They're going to get in the octagon, all six of them, all five members of the super crappy band Maroon 5 versus present day Chuck Norris. Get back to us. Okay, Ed, let's get on with it. We have done our portion of the show. It is time to move on with our very own baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent. It is time for her segment, Fancy Pop. Joining us now is our very own Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Kate. Be- yeah. Before we get into it, as, as it has been well documented on the show, we are life coaches and we have a voicemail from Wayne in Nashville. He has a question for us as life coaches hey, and, it, some- and it's specifically directed at Fancy Sauce. Let's have a listen. Brian, hey, Fancy. What's up? Another great podcast last week. This is Wayne from Nashville. And Fancy, here's a question for you. How do you ask your woman to perform oral on you without coming across like a jerk? Anyway, you guys rock. Holla. Okay, interesting question, Wayne. Very interesting. You, Wayne is looking to how how does he broach the topic? As as always, communication is what people are looking for. They need they need tips and tools on how right. to communicate with their partner. And Wayne is interested, as I think most people are, in receiving oral sex from his partner Mm -hmm. who apparently we don't know if she's maybe done it in the past and isn't doing it as much or she's never done it at all. Right. Do do you have thoughts for Wayne? Um, I mean, I think the best approach is always the straightforward approach. That's right. And just, just find a nice, like chill way of saying if she's done it straight, straightforward. Do you mean like just nudging? Yes. (laughs) Yes. The old, like pushing the head down. Do you, you, Here's, I you think wait that, till she's on the couch and you walk in fully nude with an erection and you just, with both fingers, you just walk up real close to her and just point. Well, that's like, <laughs> You look run at full this. speed and just smash it into her face. Yeah. I don't think that would maybe get the What if you result? just walk up naked and you did that thing where you put one hand behind your head and then you like suck your tongue? And well, that move works for sure. And like stick it in your cheek, like yeah. like the head of a penis, you, uh, which always you know that that works. Which always is kind of weird to me because you don't really want your penis going into the side of her cheek. No, that never. I never. Yeah, really, that would be that would be weird, and you'd be going 
over the teeth. Yeah, right. You'd be right through the you'd teeth. You'd be you'd be going let's right try, through. Let's try and yeah. help him. I don't know. Okay. Well, how about, if she's done it before. Okay, you can you, always say to her, "You are a woman. You're an excellent communicator. You can help this guy, Wayne. Go." I think that look, if she's done it before mm-hmm. and you're trying to get her to do it again, right. you need to praise her skills and tell yes. her how good it feels and how much it turns you on. Yes. Um, you also need oh, to good. reciprocate or maybe start yes. off with, you know, treating her. Yes. Sounds, treating I her mean, right? That sounds pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, the way you do it is so good. Like, just fucking ask for it or not. Well, I I, I, I know what you're saying. Oh, the way you did it last time but, was so so excellent. Like, here, here's, the, here's the problem. Disgusting. We're talking a little he, dirty he, and sexy. No, it, it, that definitely helps. But here's the thing. A lot of women... They don't, it's not that they don't like doing it. Some women don't like doing it, but there are other women that aren't confident about their skill in performing right. oral sex. And the same, it works both ways. And if you praise them, just like anything, you do a really good job at that. You want your wife to cook you chicken more? Tell her how fucking good the chicken she's making you is, and she'll want to do it more. That's the true. same goes pretty straightforward and basic for oral sex. If you want, her to give you a blowjob, you need to tell her how fucking great the one she gave you last time right. was. And if she hasn't done it, tell her how much you would like it. Yeah, exactly. Just be upfront, yes. straight up. Tell her, or, tell her how good she looks, how sexy she yeah, looks. Yeah, get her in the mood. Get her, yes. get her feeling get her or just sexy. Say, this dick isn't sucking itself, That's right? right? That's that, right. Okay. All right. Does that work for you? And maybe, <laughs> maybe take the job out of it. Like, call it a blow holiday. Or right. blow vacation. Yeah. You know, no like, wants to be going baby, to work. baby, you need a blow vacation. You know, you've been working so hard around here lately, taking care of the kids. Take some time off and suck yeah. my D. Yes, yes. Yeah. Put a- your feet up and get this in your mouth. Excellent. Can you say that again, please? So I'm not <laughs> yeah. speaking over it. Okay, one more time. Put your feet up, relax, and get this D in your mouth. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. Wonder what the cold opens. <laughs> I think I need, I think I'm always talking over those. I think we've life coached that. <laughs> Absolutely. Sort of, sort of that we life coach the fuck out of that. Guys, reach out to us, fancy sex at theballerlifestyle.com or voicemail, like Wayne reached out to us on voicemail. Reach out. We are fucking life coaches. Also, I want to know what's going on with Johnny Football and the Swedish flight attendant from oh, yeah, last week. Updates. Update on that, Johnny. We're looking to see if you used our advice or you, if, or you, if you went rogue or how things have worked out on that front. Um, so please reach out to us. We are your sex and relationship life coaches. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on? We're also your pop culture show of record. What is going on in the world of celebrity news slash gossip? Anything on the Hollywood front we need to know about. Okay, so apparently there's a new tell-all book coming out about the secrets behind John Travolta's fake, quote-unquote, marriage to uh, Kelly Preston. Yeah, yeah. Um, the book, um, Kelly Preston Unscripted, will expose the truth behind the high-profile wow. Scientology couple's 23-year marriage, um, according to author Robert Randolph, who Robert, claimed John mm. was a gay sex addict in his book, You'll never spot again in this town. Well, he's already written a book about John Travolta. Wait, sorry, I said that wrong. His book's called "You'll Never Spot in This Town Again." Wow, wow. I don't. I prefer my celebrity tell-alls written by Andrew Morton. You'll never spot. But yes, I, I don't. This such guy seems good, to know. I wonder who his sources are. That's such a good title. Um, I don't even get it. Well, because he because he used j- to go to um, used to <laughs> he because John Travolta. 
allegedly, we don't know. He likes to go to bed But it's been said by <laughs> other people, not us. He likes to go to a spa or even a high-end hotel, ask for a male masseuse, and then surprise them with a little gay sex. Yeah. That's so Love you'll never spa in this town again. That's a that's a that's a play. Um, on but that. I thought this was Kelly Preston's. Right. Well, that, that's well, his first book. Their, it's about their oh. fake marriage. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to follow along here. He, that's his <laughs> first book about yeah. John Travolta. You'll never spa oh. in this town again. Now he's written a follow up that explores the Kelly Preston part of it. Yeah, Kelly Preston unscripted. Um, and that's not all. Promises Randolph. I'm also checking out rumors that Kelly boozes and pops pills, and that both she and John. Once both shared the same sexual partner. Wow. So. Did, does he get into what, like, what's what's in it for her? Um, a lifestyle, uh, uh, yeah, fame, Ed, guaranteed career, really all rich. Of that stuff. He's a pilot. She's, you know, she's enjoyed the, you know, a, a great career. Like he's really rich. You they're, know how rich you have to be to own a, a seven forty seven. They're a power couple. He's really, really, really yeah. fucking rich. And also, she's a great beard. Yeah, for him. she's hot. No, but that doesn't do anything for her. Right. Right. Like but she you're, enjoys you're a lifestyle and a career. But you are looking at it from a person. She had a career before From him. a sensible person's perspective. Right. And she had a career before him, though. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, she was a known person. I, I mean, she she hasn't had I much of not, I don't I masturbated to her many the times first from her roles woman, in the 80s. Yes. The first actress that's hooked up with a closeted gay man. Right. It for happens. Or a lifestyle. It happens. I guess we'd have to speak to her to find out what's in it for her. Sure. Because right. I think it's pretty clear that John Travolta's got some deals. Maybe she loves him. Maybe she's beyond, she can see past that. Maybe she doesn't mind. I'm just saying this goes on all the time. Yeah. All well, the time. Yeah, I've heard. Okay, moving on. According to reports, R&B's own sociopath Chris Brown broke his year and a half streak of not assaulting anyone when he allegedly punched a man at the Palms in Vegas early Monday morning after a basketball game. A Vegas police are reportedly waiting to see if Brown, who's been off probation for two whole months, pleads guilty to the misdemeanor. Um, I have an update, though. The guy who accused Brown of punching him early Monday morning, it was about quarter to three Monday morning, so they'd had a basketball game. At three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Um, apparently, he called the Vegas cops and um, told them he wanted to drop the case. He did not explain why. Uh, he got How paid. old is Chris Brown at this point? He's like in his early 20s, right? 25, yeah, maybe? 25-ish, I think. I don't, first uh, of all, I, guess. I don't know why Chris Brown is out. Like, shouldn't, I, I'm always shocked that he's not in... Locked up somewhere. So he, he settled this. Uh, he's given this guy some money. Sounds he, like he it. just settled a law, lawsuit over a previous fight during a pickup basketball game in, at an LA gym. Yeah. He's gonna so he's is, gonna kill somebody eventually. He's gonna and 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 yet they still keep putting him on the Grammys and all those kind of right. shows. And I the worst part is for me when this guy comes up in the news is I have to remember that time I saw that picture of his dick, his skinny dick on the his internet. Long skinny. He's dick. got a long skinny gross dick. And I, I wish I had never seen it. Yeah, I just really. I just, I'm so exhausted thinking about playing basketball at three in the morning. Yeah, I mean, what Ed. is going huh. on? Anything. I, I do not that. I do not have that club in my bag. No, no. like Ugh. anything past eleven o'clock, and your boy is right. like That's not a middle of to, the night activity. Either. No, it's really weird. How do you? But and, any anything at three in the morning just yeah, exhausts me how, thinking about. How, it. how do you? How do you scare up five aside for that? Right. Like how do you how do you find nine more I feel guys like that you're are all awake? partying together and you're all jacked up right. and you're all Who like wants to let's play go basketball and play some drunk. Yeah. 
I've never, I've never been partying and be like, hey, let's let's just sweat out this booze while we're enjoying it. No, that sounds awful. It's not all that sweat now. Okay, next story. Um, Good news. Looks like Floyd Mayweather is in trouble as a mother of three of his children is suing him for twenty plus million. Josie Harris claims he lied through his teeth in an interview with Katie Couric two weeks before the big fight when he claimed Josie was in a drug-fueled rage and he had to restrain her during their infamous 2010 domestic violence incident, which um, ended up with Floyd being convicted oh, yeah. of domestic violence and spending a couple well, of months in jail. Well, isn't that always the, the abusers? Like, right. She, I was trying to help her. She was out of control. She was hysterical, and I needed to yeah, beat her she into was submission. Hysterical. I grabbed her and I there shook her. There was no other way for me to deal with the yeah. situation. Me and my bodyguard showed up at her house, and she was hysterical. Right. We and didn't I, live together. Yes. I, I let myself I, in. I happened she to was be there, sleep on the couch, and terrorizing I her. Yes, her. and she got in, hysterical in about it in front of our kids. Yes. Uh, fuck him. Um, I, I I do like how big a villain he is that he made everybody think Manny Pacquiao was some sympathetic fa- right. figure. Yes. Manny Pacquiao is essentially like the Filipino fighting Rick Santorum. Yes. Like he's, yes. he's not him. a good di- dude you, at Ed. all. Thank you. Yes, he's, he's a terrible dude. But I've been, like, I've been having to Floyd Facebook beefs with people this he's, week about that. He's a staunch Catholic. He grew yeah. up in a place that very different than ours, he has. He's a simple. He has different beliefs. He has a different value system. Yes, very different to mine. He's, Fuck men, yes. Fuck right. both of well, them. He doesn't beat women. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I, I truly believe that if there, if you have to pick the villain, yes, it clearly was Mayweather. But for sure, it's, it's amazing how like he He's became this like Manny beloved character. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, Manny does a lot of good things. I'm yeah, not going to minimize that. He helps the that. people of the Philippines. Like, he just has some. I don't. I, don't share. I wouldn't you know, want to go to church You know how he could help them? them? Not running for office. How could that guy help them yes. as a politician? Right. Well, I not, mean, not opposing contraception I, for women. I, I, I and gay would imagine gay that there aren't many um, qualified <laughs> politicians in the Philippines. I think like, Manny could be I, the, I, the prime minister. I don't. Of the I bet you he's not. At least he's rich. Like, could, I once had to pose run, as a Filipino girl's husband. You did? <laughs> yeah. To, I to join a country a, club? I had. A, I worked with a Filipino girl right out of college, and she was trying to sell a used car. And she's like, "Could you come just pretend you're my husband?" Oh, so, no. so, uh, so the guy doesn't take advantage of of a woman yes, or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so I sat there, but I was like 23. Yeah. I don't know shit about negotiating for a car. So I just sat there silently and I was like, all right, we're done here. And then I just left. Did you, did she like hook you up with anything? Like, no. did she? No, I she, was with Michelle already. She, I was just, I was just being friendly. Yeah. I, listen, yes. there was nothing she was selling that I wanted. Oh, gotcha. Her, her car or her vagina. Gotcha. I wanted neither. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Kate, next story. Um, Rapid Tiger. Uh, I wish I didn't know who he is. I do. I, I, I barely know who this person is. Ed, you're into the rap game. Rapper. Do you know Tyga? I, I know. I do. I know, but like, there's no, there's no appreciation for. Him. I think he's with like the little Waynes of the world, like that but southern he's, he's, rap. Yeah, but he's he's, he's low rent. Is he? But yeah. you know his songs. He's, like, do he's they, low rent, but he's you know, they, he's getting more popular. He he toured with that Chris Brown. Did he? Oh. Yeah. Well, he he likes to sex underage girls. Um, so he performed at Cal State Fullerton's spring concert this past Saturday. And according to other sources. Hold on, hold on. What? 
our, our dear friend of the show, Jason Stewart, <laughs> who we're going to invite back on soon because the Bachelorette is starting up. He, that, he is an alum, a distinguished alum of Cal State Fullerton. Right. Continue. Um, so according to sources. Also, not a very big gig. Now, concert organizers told him he should not bring um, his underage 17-year-old girlfriend, Kylie Jenner, to the show. Really? Yeah, in no uncertain terms. Apparently, not only did the university find their relationship questionable, but the show was 18 and older. Oh, Tyga she's not went 18. ahead and yeah. brought her along anyway. Yes. Um, so the organizers were kind of between a rock and a hard place, and they, um, you know, couldn't afford to have him bail, so they had to put also up with no- it. Yeah. Notable alumni: Kevin Costner, Gwen Stefani, and James Cameron. Uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 have some pretty good ones. Not as good as Long I, Beach State. I'm guessing their creative writing involves write the worst movie possible and make lots of money. <laughs> Because James Cameron movies are the fucking worst. Gotta agree. Agreed. Gotta agree with you there. Agreed. Except for Terminator One. Yeah, I was gonna say not involving Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, I did. I, I will comment this. I did see. Um, I did see this story on TMZ, and I, I saw um, Kylie Jenner backstage. And in it, front of all her platter of fried food. Yes, it looked, there was delicious chicken wings and little tiny egg rolls that looked fantastic. Yeah. I really, really, I didn't see any dipping sauces. I would have liked to have seen some dipping yeah. sauces, but what she had on the Apparently, table in front of her. Tyga showed up an hour late yes. and then all of a sudden demanded all that food. Oh, great bar food. They had delicious <laughs> bar food there. I really, really, I haven't had any bar food in a while and I really wanted some of those wings and or egg rolls. Okay, continue. Um, this is next, next story is a bit sad. On Sunday, Chris Kattan mm. of former mm-hmm. SNL. I don't like it just. I just know you didn't need to say anything was sad. You could have just said Chris Kattan, and my heart would have sunk. <laughs> Got into a little bit of trouble at the Southwest Airlines terminal at the Phoenix Airport. Phoenix um, police officers were dispatched to the Southwest terminal Sunday evening to remove a passenger who'd been barred from boarding his flight. Sources say Kattan was mumbling and nervously walking around the gate until five responding officers arrived to escort him out of the Sky Harbor Airport. Before he was banned from a Southwest flight in Phoenix for stumbling around incoherently, Catan told police that he'd taken an Ambien, totally yes. normal, yeah. for a 90-minute flight from Phoenix to L.A., right. and that he was just looking for a spot to crash. I'm scared to take an Ambien on like a nine-hour flight. Imagine taking an Because I'm like, what if I like wake up? In the airport, and then it yes. hidden you, yes. and you start, you miss that sleep window. Yes. So there's a 20-minute window when you take Ambien where you need to go to sleep. Right. And if, if you, you don't, don't, you start you go acting crazy. very, yes. you very weird, and you don't know what you're doing. Yes, yes. So. Um, but he's, he's got some stuff to deal with, right? Well, I know he had a DUI. Yeah. No. Like- Chris Kattan? Yeah. What, like, like, like substance abuse? Do you know something we no, don't know? Like reason for abusing substances kind of thing. Oh, uh, really? Oh, is he? Did he have some sex? I just got that. Did he, I got he that. Said some bad things Did, are you saying that he's like hiding something from the world? Yeah, yeah. Like he might... Ha- like maybe maybe this is masking some pain. Like yes. that that mango character he used to do yeah, is really a closer to home, right? Does sort of give off that vibe. Mm-hmm. Are you Ed? Are you a fan of Chris Kattan? I noticed. I meant to bring this up. 
Jamie Foxx sang that national anthem at the fight. Are you doing <laughs> that? I got I got like five texts that was the at most once. Thing that, I've ever seen. That that all said <laughs> Jamie Foxx exclamation point. Like yes. every single one said the same exact thing. I got thing. a couple yes. of those too. Yeah. Funny. Because he really wants you to see him sing. He's like, I'm gonna get out there and sing at and some people. He thought he killed it. Yeah, he guaranteed. did kill it. Yeah, he killed but it. But I don't I don't but know. He killed it I've in never, a different I've way. Never, I've never once liked anyone singing the national anthem. Never. What about Whitney Houston? Terrible. What? Who gives a shit? She was the best know. ever. Well, the best ever is at, um, Jeffrey Osborne, who does it all the Laker playoff games. And I don't even know what that is. Pia Toscano. I don't, I don't really care for anthems. Big fan of Pia Toscano, who sings. Oh, who sings wait, it for we got we got to recall last week where Kate was talking about how like state pride and and making fun of people oh, where no. with flags and stuff. Yes. And then her next Facebook post was a picture of her wearing a t shirt that said Australia yes. on it. Yes. I thought that was fantastic. Yes, that was I love awesome. that shirt. I wish I still had that was it. Pretty awesome. I like yeah. that shirt too. That picture's from like. 13, 14 years I, ago. I, I don't know I, what happened to it, some, but I would still wear it I, if yes, I had it. She's Ed. She's terrifically proud. She's very nationalistic and terrifically <laughs> proud of being <laughs> yeah. from Australia. Also, right. I, I was a fan of that picture. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I made an emo- emoji comment. Okay, yeah, continue. That's much younger. That's all I got. That's my uh, excellent job. Story. As always, Kate. Thank you, Ed. You as well, my friend. An excellent job by all of us. All the We're way all delightful ar- yes, today. All the way around. Unlike a just? Jamie Foxx sung national anthem, <laughs> we did a great job today. Um, we will do it again next week. We sure will. Until then, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.